Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. Yay, hooray. And the important stuff. I want to just want to take care of the important stuff before we get started. Like where is the big ball of fur? Because that's, you know, obviously I'm only here to look at your good lighting and your cute pets. That's like just, I mean, this yoga thing is pretty cool, but, um, you know, I just want to see, just want to see good lighting and pets. If we have to do yoga, we will, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do some yoga. I'm actually kind of excited about uh, some end of week hip opening stuff. If anyone else can get on that. Oh, there went a ball for oh, over the side. This is your cat, wasn't it, Carrie? That was, yep. It's like, whew. all right. So everyone's on the, the, the same track, little yoga, little hip opening, little twist, ring out this week. Maybe send us into the weekend feeling, feeling good. Kenji's got a haircut, new haircut to like a number one cut. Like <laughs> it's summer do. Nice. See, all the important stuff is now taken care of. We will begin in Subta Baddha Konasana. So go ahead, lie down. And if you have a strap and a couple of locks, those will be helpful during the course of this. If you don't, forget it. It's just Friday and we're going to make it through. If you've got a body and you got a breath, you're doing well. If you're here and you're breathing, there is more going right. And your space on this planet than there is going wrong. Right? There may be a lot going wrong on the planet, but in your bodily space, this corner of the planet that is going through this life with your name, right? if you're here, able to breathe, more is going right. We go through this practice and we'll work to increase right, the good that is going on within you. Right? That's the good that you actually have full control of by the way you set the lens for your practice. to deeply enjoy your breath, right? This life that's moving in and out, however you best enjoy, right? Let it be free and easy, bring some structure to it. Your breath and then through your breath, your presence be enjoyable to you. So that service of doing some good here in this space. On your next exhale, bring the knees in towards center. Take one in each hand and we'll just roll them around. Let's get leg bones moving in opposite directions, twirling the leg bones in the hip socket. 
and let the hands go loose and the knees, legs just move on their own. To center, we'll place the soles of the feet to the floor. Spread your feet out, spread your toes. Ball the big toe, ball the baby toe, center of each heel. And keep the left foot grounded as you extend the right leg up. And press the left foot into the floor. Squeeze the right thigh, draw your right leg toward you. Just uh, do the work of the leg itself. I mean, you can always help it out with the hands if you want, but right now active range of motion with the leg as far as it will come in through the work of the quadricep as straight as your leg can go through the work of your quadricep and point your toes toward the ceiling and flex the foot toes back toward your shin stay there press out through the heel and we'll take the hands to the back of the leg or take a strap to the foot. And just use the arms to help the leg come closer. Keep it as straight as yours will go. Prioritize that over how close the leg gets to you for now. Breath in. And breath out. And we'll bend the knee, cross the right foot to the outside of the left thigh. So you're set up for reclined pigeon. Left leg is going to bring the right leg in. Now we're getting a no hand situation unless you need them. Let the work of the left thigh and the abdominals support the right leg. Breath in. And breath out. Reach through, catch the left hamstring or the left shin. If you'd like, you can put a block underneath your head if that helps the shoulders and neck relax here. Definitely, if, if you can relax more through neck and shoulders, do. Breath in. And breath out. When you inhale. Release the work of the hands and take the legs over to the left. Let that whole uh, operation, the reclined pigeon, twist over to the left so that right foot rests on the floor. Catch the right shin with your left hand. And press the leg into the hand, the hand back into the leg. And breathe. Breath in and breath out. And then undo this back to center. Soles of both feet to the floor and just pause. You feel the two sides. 
We'll go back to knees to chest, one knee in each hand and give them a little spin around. And start from the beginning. Sounds like there's a party going on in the background here. I think there is next door the, the guys who've been removing uh, asbestos from next door uh, are done with their work day and they're having a few. So um, it's always a party around here. It's always a party. Of course, it was fun to see the asbestos crew come in right after the Girl Scout cookie troop left because there's a joke there in the something that I'm just not going to follow through with. But, you know, when <laughs> the cleanup after the Girl Scouts is asbestos removal, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just par for the course this year, I think. And take, yeah, hands away from the knees, let things roll around. Soles of the feet to the mat. Pause there. Land, feel the mat with your feet. Feel your feet by feeling the mat. And then we'll take the left leg up. And again, no hands unless you need them for now. And you will use the left thigh. We'll squeeze the quadricep muscle to bone, flex the foot. Press up through the heel. Press your right foot into the floor so that you're supported there and gives a little more leverage to the left leg. And we'll point the toes with the front of the ankle extend. You don't have to over point that. You don't need to get any foot cramps, but just extending the front of the ankle. Then flex the foot, heel bone toward the ceiling. As straight as the leg will go without force. And we'll take the hands to the thigh, or a strap around the foot and gentle hug in, prioritizing straightening the leg. So it doesn't need to come any closer. And if the leg can't straighten, you might uh, flirt with letting it float a little away from you in order to get that. Uh, because this is a place where we can do that without low back having to take on any weight. It's a good place for the the back of the knee to get some space. One more breath here. And then cross the left foot to the outside of the right thigh. And the first is pick up the right leg and let the right leg do the work. Will also be some abdominal work in there. Breath in, lace the hands around right hamstring or the shin, the reclined pigeon. Breathe out. And then long, slow breath in and out.
release the leg, take the whole thing over to the right in a twist, throw the left foot to the floor, and catch with your right hand, press the shin bone forward into the hand, let the hand create some leverage there, and breath in and breath out to whatever you feel here. So there's definitely uh, a stretch response somewhere. There's some response to rotation, hip opening, outer thigh. What sensations are most present? Take your breath there. Along the way, what other sensations do you feel? Where do you feel? What's the overall tone of your body? The way that you're observing your body. Undo that. Back to center, soles of the feet to the floors. Pause, land, feel the two sides. What do you notice? Knees to chest, nose to knees, knees to nose. Make your way up to seated and around to down dog. Pause here, breath in. And breath out. And turn the right toes to the diagonal. Bend your left knee, send your right hip up. And breathe in. And breathe out. Back to center. And we'll switch. Turn the left toes out to the diagonal. Bend the right knee. Press the left hip up and back. Back to center, feet parallel. And we'll walk the feet one foot step forward, and shorter and more peaked downward dog. Not peaked like ticked off, but a higher peak of the hips. Then turn the right toes out to the diagonal and underneath the right arm. And if your down dog is also in a fit of peak, that is. Absolutely appropriate at this moment. Breath in. And breath out. And then feet parallel. We're in that, that slightly more vaulted down dog, we'll say. Left toes turn out, right knee bends. Turn to look underneath the left arm. There's probably more sensation in different places when you do that from this shorter stance. Just clock that, whatever that is. Next inhale, we'll make your way back to center. And then there's a baby footstep forward, small footstep. We're gonna turn both heels in, toes out. So first position, press your hips up and back, 
hands down and forward. So we'll be kind of awkwardly shaped down dog, but there's different sensation to be had here. Press your left foot down, take the right leg up, three-legged dog here in short stance. Bend the right knee, press your right hand down. You just might take your left hand up and catch the foot up there. If you feel the balance and the, uh, the presence to do that. And heel to open cheek, you press the knee high. Breath in. Slow release of that as you breathe out, heel to heel. And then left leg up. Squeeze the right leg tightly. Bend the upper knee. Right hand and trace back and then up. Breath in. Breath out. Release it slowly. You can look forward to your hands and walk forward into ragdoll. Take your feet wide apart. Arms around one another. You get a little sway side to side. Release your hands to your mat or walk your feet together. An inhale will reach up to standing mountain pose. Press your feet down, fan your toes out, spread your fingers, reach through the center of your chest. When we exhale, we'll bow forward. Hands to heart center, bend at your knee, send your hips back. And breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands. We'll step back, high or low position. Press the floor as you breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Good. Breathe out, down dog. And look forward and walk or lightly hop to the top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. And breathe out. Like I said, we'll keep it simple for a while. Sun A, move and breathe. Inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward. 
walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up. And exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Hide the low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. One more round, breathe in, reach out. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, low push-up, press the floor. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Nice. Breathe out, down dog. Walk your hands all the way back to your feet. As you do, walk your feet out toward the sides of the mat. We'll sit back into deep squat, malasana. And then bow forward, press into your feet, lift the hips. And again, sit back, whatever you consider your deep squat malasana. And then exhale, hands down, lift your hips to a good degree for you to have a standing forward fold. Inhale, sit. lift your chest. Exhale. Sit your hips back, lift your chest, breathe in. Breathe out. Last one of those. Breathe in. Bow, breathe out. Inhale. Walk your feet hip distance. Then hands out to a high plank. Low push-up to upward facing dog. We're going to lower slowly, navel center to the mat. Then inhale, squeeze the shoulder blades together, higher cobra. Exhale, release slowly down. All the way at the floor, you inhale to locust. Exhale, hands and feet down for cobra. Inhale, upward facing dog. And exhale, 
down dog inhale forward to a high plank exhale low push up breathe in for up dog with the exhale we're slowly lower knees legs Navel center gets down and then squeeze as much as you can with the upper back to stay up. Releasing slowly down almost to the mat where you lift for locust arms and legs. Release hands and feet down as you exhale, feel the floor. Then inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, down dog. Got it. One more round. Breathe in. Forward. Breathe out. Halfway down. Can always be knees down at this point. Breathe in. Upward facing dog. Knees down here too. Definitely we're going to knees down on the way to navel center. Exhaling to a cobra and inhaling to a higher cobra. Exhale. Ride that wave all the way down to nose just above the floor. Inhale, locust. Exhale, hands and feet down. Press the floor. Inhale, up jaw. Exhale, downward facing dog. Pause here for breath in. Breath out. Look forward. Walk forward, top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, fold. Breathe in Ukatasana, chair pose. Breathe out, bow forward. That's the last you'll see of that today. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant the hand, step back, high or low push up. Breathe out. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. When you inhale, right leg up and back behind. Exhale, bend the knee. Big step into a low lunge. The longest stride you're comfortable with here. Press into your feet, come up for crescent. When you exhale, focus on dropping into the front leg and lifting the back thigh. So almost inevitably, your body's going to try to do the opposite. It's going to try to push out of the front thigh and drop the back. Drop the front, lift the back. Breath in, lift your heart. Breath out, cactus the arms down like you're doing an imaginary pull-up. Squeeze the shoulder blades down. Then squeeze them in toward one another as you breathe and spread across your chest. As you breathe out, the elbow points toward one another in front of you. 
Stay low in the front leg, tight in the back. Then chest up, arms reach. On the exhale, comes back to your heart. Keep your chest light as you bow. Step back down, dog, or breathe out, low push-up. To upward facing dog. And down dog, breathe all the way out. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind. Exhale, bend your knee. Bring it in tight. Big step, and the biggest one you can manage here that still feels stable. Come up to crescent, and then right off the bat, front thigh low, back thigh lifting. So you don't want to sink in, and you, you don't sink because the back leg's lifting so much. But you are trying to get the front thigh to drop as low as you're going to go today, right now. If that changes in a minute, changes in a minute. Breath in, and exhale, pull down, imaginary pull up. So then shoulder blades squeezing together. Breath out, elbows press toward one another. Breathe in, heart up, arms follow that. Hands to heart center, to the mat. Step back, down dog, or low push up. Remain in your breath. Upward facing dog, whatever it takes to get that breath. Down dog, breathe all the way out. In. Breath out. Walk your hands toward one another. Thumbs touching, maybe not touching, but close. Take your right leg up and back behind. Bend the knee. Have a big step outside the right hand. Then here, bow pull. Right elbow toward the ceiling. Open the arm. Tighten the back leg, drop the front thigh. Breath here. Three of them. Steady and slow. Continue to lift the back leg, drop the front thigh. Bend the upper arm, take the hand back, thumb to thumb there at center, press into the hand, step the right foot back, down dog with that close grip up front. Inhale, take your left leg up and back. Bend knee, step big outside the left hand. Press the right hand down, then an Bow pull with the left elbow toward the ceiling. It doesn't have to go any further than this. If your shoulder says, this is it, this is it. And open the arm if you like. Shoulder stacked. Essentially, wrist is stacked over wrist. If you Drop into the front thigh. Squeeze the back leg straight. Continue to press the right hand down like this was side plank. Right? Well, the more important arm here is the one with the, the hand on the ground. 
If the upper arm needs a cactus, give it that. Drop into your front thigh. Lift the back thigh. One more breath here. Really ground the standing hand. That's going to help leverage the twist. That makes this different than the one where we put the arm across or we hover. Back leg tight, front leg drops. Then left hand back down in line with the right at center. Press into the hands as you step back. Snow plow down dog. And breath in. Breathe out. So walking your hands back to your feet, feet wide again. And sit back into your malasana. This time, uh, pause, breathe. And on an inhale, a twist, open the right arm. And a cactus style is nice. If you have another variation and play around with the uh, kind of octopus arms, just you do that. Mostly here, press the left arm into the left thigh. Lift your chest up. Breath in. Breath out. We'll come back to center, arms inside the legs. Then the other side. The right limbs pressing into each other. Turn open to the left. Breath in and breath out, back to center, pause here. We have reached the time of the season that requires gardening, yoga, um, stretches. So that's where we are right now in the practice. I'm just kidding. Well, not really. Lift your hips, walk your feet back to about hip distance. Walk your hands forward to a high plank. Low push-up. Upward facing dog. Nice. Down dog, breathe out. Inhale, right leg up and back behind. Exhale, bend the knee. Big step toward a low lunge. And it's a nice long stance again. Keep that. But straighten the front leg, draw your heart forward so that you're essentially a pyramid stance with a halfway lift. And for most of us, a block will be really nice here too, to get the most from that halfway lift action. Put the block underneath your left hand and use it to help you get the chest to lift. And now, right arm's going to do the bow pull, elbow towards ceiling. Rotate into twisting triangle. So we're on the ball of the back foot right now, uh, or we, we would be if, if I did this properly. Try stepping your back foot up, just one foot step. That's gonna put you more toward a traditional length of stance for revolved triangle. I almost called it resolved triangle. Uh, might've felt more resolved when it was longer. And yours might have too. If it did step back, if you feel pretty good here and you like this, you might want to spin the back foot flat. I do not. Um, it's a, my sacrum's personal preference to give it back heel up. You might have a different uh, opinion from your low back 
you listen to yours. For most of us, heel up is going to be a little more free to the low back, a little more play in the, how we move our hips. Breath in, press the front foot down, pull the right hip back, and exhale, release hand to mat, slide the back foot back until you're in a deep low lunge, back knee down. And do something a little different. We're gonna drop the chin. Chin come to chest, pull your abdominals in. Now, almost like you're trying to take a cat back at this point. I ended up with, with my face in the microphone. I think I said Trina. I think that's maybe the first time I've ever said Trina. But, uh, Trying it, we're trying to drop the chin the chest. Tighten your back leg and step back to down dog. Pause. Breath in. Breath out. Inhale, take your left leg up and back behind. Bend the knee. Exhale, come forward to a little lunge. We'll straighten the front leg and draw your heart forward. So it's like halfway lift and pyramid have met. May just be the best pose possible. Uh, at least one of the most strenuous posture as possible. And the block is going to help to lift the chest, however you want to position that. That's inside the, the front leg. Then a bow pull twist, left elbow toward the ceiling. You might stay with that. You might extend through the arm. And so in this long stance, keep that if you know that's better for you. This side might be a little different. Try stepping the back foot in. If that's going to give you more leverage in what you're doing. So it's going to intensify something. That thing may be a good thing and it may be a not so good thing. So if you want to step back at this point, do. If you want to spin the back heel down, that's going to take the hips over to the left. So then you're going to need to really do a lot of work with the front leg to bring them back to center. That might pop your back heel off the floor. That's fine. But you might just leave the heel up as a, uh, as a preferred brand of this. Get the sensation of feet grounded, spine rotated, spine elongated. Breath moving. And then you do have a resolved, revolved triangle. Next exhale, we're gonna bring the left hand down, square up at center, and then move the hands to the floor, the back foot back until you're in the longest lunge that's acceptable for you. Back down. 
release chin towards your chest and a little round like cat pull your abdominals in One more round here, breath in, and breath out. And tuck your back toes, tighten the back leg, lift your hips and step back down. Breath in, and breath out. Take the right leg up and back. Bring right knee to right elbow. Lay the shin bone down for pigeon. If you have a preferred arrangement for a pigeon, go for yours. If you have a preferred one, but you haven't tried this one in a while, a bad time to, to see if, if it's different or if you're different. Down and let your body release over the front leg. If your chest is not touching the floor, walk underneath. It can be really nice. Your head's resting comfortably on your hands. That's a good place to be. For some of us, when our head rests on our hands, we end up with like sensation in the hands that's not comfortable. And it's going to recognize that for what it is and what it is is something you don't have to be doing. So a block rather than your hands might be the answer. I particularly spent a lot of time with one knuckle kind of digging into the hand underneath. And my head with the weight on that didn't feel great for like, I don't know how many years until I realized that that wasn't part of this. If there's any point of tension like that, that it's unintentional and not productive. Do what you can to clear that. Anywhere that you can clear non-productive tension, just do that work, make that a practice. It's, it's, there is productive tension going on in a good pigeon pose. It's in your hip area, the outer thigh area. And if we can eliminate other points of tension, ones that aren't useful, give the attention to smoothing that tension out to supporting the, the structures around the hip as we ask it to open up, abdominals firm, breath moving in and out. Back leg strongly but not overly anchored.
things will be useful. They won't be effortless. They'll be useful, though. Next inhale, we'll sneak our way out of this. So slide hands in, press into your hands to take the weight of your upper body in them. And we'll tuck the back toes under, squeeze the back leg and pull your navel center toward your spine, unfolding into pigeon. <laughs> to down dog. I got lost there a little bit. Breath in. Breath out. Left leg. Squeeze it tight. Take it up and back behind you in a controlled arc. Bend the knee. You know where we're going, but first we're going knee to elbow. Now you're orienting your leg for pigeon, then placing it down. So order of operations there. And then adjust the stance as needed. If you need a whole different pose, you need a whole different pose. This is just not your usual one. No, it's a good day to, to check it out again. As you come over the front leg, you might rest your chest on a block and you might rest your head on a block. Let's see if we can alleviate any excess pressure points, any excess holding in the muscles of the face, the throat, the upper back, right? That the whole upper body complex, all the muscles of sensation and the, the arms, the hands, the face, all the communication and expression muscles, they can all just release. They can be held here. And enjoy being held here. The difference between letting go and checking out is huge. Checking out is not letting go. Checking out is just holding on to something else. The letting go, the being in the sensation of the earth, the floor, the mat, whatever it is underneath you, holding your weight. There's presence there. Presence in scanning the body and checking for any extra holding that doesn't need to be there. Presence in the back leg as a support structure for the left leg's opening. So the back foot presses down, back leg firms. More ability for that left hip to let go. If you firm the left shin bone down into the mat, more ability for the upper hip, the back muscles to engage. Abdominal slightly in, 
the weight of the pose can be focused over there in the left hip rather than being pulled down its center. Breath moving in and out, affecting the low back muscles in a way that gives a dynamic quality to the stretch. One more breath here. You're empty. Maybe we'll start to think about coming out of this. First thing you're gonna do is find your hands, bring them to a point where they can press the floor and support your upper body well. You come up and you're on your hands and now you've made a transition, you're upright. Back toes, then tuck and you squeeze the back leg. So the back leg takes on that lunge quality. And then pull the abdominals in like you're trying to get to cat pose. And that's going to take some weight out of the left leg. That's good. It's easier to move something that got lighter. And move that back to down dog. Pause and breathe. Through your hands, walk or lightly hop to seated. Come on down to your back for bridge or wheel. Slowly make your way down onto your back. Pause when you land. Breath in. Breath out. Bring knees to chest, give them a good hug in. The right knee in, extend the left leg out. Take a moment with the knee hug to chest and let the left hip crease open up. Then releasing the knee, let it float a little away from you, line with its own hip. You twist, bring the knee across. You can rest on the floor or block. Uh, do let it rest, but you don't want to push the leg to the floor. If it's going to go there, it's going to go there because your hips got uh, stacked and then knee is not going to the floor. The block then just supports the rotation of the hip. Let the right shoulder get heavy. The right arm heavy, right knee heavy, right side body spread out. 
the right side body feels a little compressed, start to move the right knee away from you, either to the side or toward the front. So you have more of a diagonal that you're reaching along. Breath in. Breath out. On an inhale, unwind it, come back to center. I'm going to slide the hips into center line. Then left knee in, right leg out, long across the front of the right thigh. Hip crease opens. The left knee drifts a little away from you, bring it across into that twist. And again, once you've stacked the left hip on top of right, the knee touches the ground, great. And if not, right, that leg bone is not going to get any longer. Take a block, place it under. Just pushing the knee down isn't necessarily going to give you more rotation. So what may give you more rotation is the knee moving side or focusing in on getting the left shoulder blade down. The left shoulder will be heavy. When you breathe and enjoy the elongation of the left side, if you're a little compressed, start moving the knee away from you, further away to the side or to the front. And then you clear anything that, that's extra. So checking with eyebrows, jaw, inner ear, throat, shoulders, hands, toes. There's extra bits of holding. We're like spinning our wheels. There's nothing I hate worse than spinning my wheels. Just take the energy and the engagement away from stuff that's just unproductive tension. Put the energy and engagement into something that's good, like breathing. Expanding the work of the pose that's useful. That's the twist, the shoulder opening, the hip opening. Or the sense of being happy to be here. Back to center on an inhale. Unwind it into knees to chest, then happy baby or any other finishing posture that you like. Make your way to Shavasana when you're ready.
when you're ready to come back. You start with wiggling your fingers. And your toes. Roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Take a big shoulder shrug. Bring hands together at heart center, pausing for breath. Thumbs to forehead center, pausing in recognition of each other. Thank you all so much for being here this afternoon. Namaste. Super cool. Yeah, that was great. Have a great evening. Happy weekend. See you soon. And thank you for joining us here. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.